and a one, two, three, four. Welcome everybody to the Life Point Table Talk Podcast. My name is Jason, and we're coming in today on week 37 of our Bible in a year. Reading through the Bible this year and going through together. Um, so awesome. So awesome. And we have a fantastic uh, reading today. We are going to be in the Proverbs, Proverbs 17 through 31, and in the New Testament, 2 Corinthians 1 through 8. I'm flying solo today, but I'm excited. So much uh, amazing things to uh, go through today and read through and um, thank you thank you for being with us give us a good review share, like, subscribe it's gonna be awesome alright, here we go let's jump into it because we got as usual a whole ton of goodness to go through and it is good always good these proverbs are are fantastic, and we're gonna get to some. They're also some of them. I think uh, they're super deep. Some of them are really heavy, and some of them I think are really funny too. Um, but it's all good. So let's get into it, shall we? All right, let's jump in here. We're gonna start off on Proverbs seventeen. Here we go. Proverbs 17. Better is dry bread where it is quiet than a house of feasting with strife. A servant who acts wisely will rule over an heir who acts shamefully. The Lord tests the heart like silver and gold in the crucible furnace. I love that. Ain't that the truth? The one who mocks the poor insults his creator. Whoever rejoices over disaster will be punished. I really, um, that really hits me that the one who mocks the poor insults his creator. Um, there's something about that in the dignity of humanity. Uh, just by means there's dignity in humanity because of who made them their creator so it really doesn't matter who the person is what they're doing uh what situation they're in in life there is an inherent worth and dignity and value in all people simply because of their creator and how you treat them reflects on what you think of their creator. That's extraordinarily powerful uh, concept um, of, of, of not just e equality of humanity, which is huge, huge. When we see, see the world and its hierarchies, um, there is really a, a leveling of, of worth just by means of being made by God, which is beautiful. And also because we are made by God, we have value, intrinsic value. 
Awesome. Grandchildren are like a crown to the elderly. Children take pride in their parents. A gift of a bribe brings success. A gift or a bribe. I think they mean gift. Less shadiness. More more gift brings success. The one who forgives seeks love. Whoever holds on to a matter separates friends. It's better to meet an angry mother bear than join a fool in his folly. One who pays evil for good will evil will stay on his house. What's the point of a fool having money? A friend a friend loves at all times. A friend loves at all times. A perverse heart does not find good. I love this. A cheerful heart brings healing. A crushed spirit dries up bones. A wicked person perverts justice. A discerning person keeps his eyes on wisdom. The fool's eyes run to the ends of the earth. A wise person restrains his words. When a fool remains silent, he is considered wise. That's a famous one. It's uh, uh, one I try to use sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Chapter 18. The one who isolates himself seeks his own desires. Hmm. Fools take no pleasure in understanding. The words of a person's heart are like deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is like a flowing brook. It is terrible to show partiality to the wicked. The mouth of a fool is his ruins. The name of the Lord is like a strong tower. The righteous person runs to it and is set safely on high. The wealth of the rich person is like a strong city. And a high protective wall in his imagination. That's interesting. His, prote- his wealth is protecting him only in his imagination in the long run. Wealth uh, is not going to protect you. Before destruction, the heart is proud. Humility comes before honor. A wise person seeks knowledge. A person's gift makes room for him. The toss of a coin ends disputes. A relative offended is harder to reach than a strong city. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. That's another very famous one. Those who use it will eat its fruit, good or bad. Watch what you say, friends. The one who finds a good wife has found what goodness is. A gift from the Lord. The poor person asks for a favor. The rich answer harshly. There are friends who hurt each other, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I've heard of him. Uh, chapter 19. Better a poor person who walks in integrity than one who is perverse in speech. It's dangerous to have zeal without knowledge. The one who acts hastily makes poor choices. A foolish child is the ruin of his father. A contentious wife, like a constant drip. Uh, A house and wealth are inheritance from parents. An idle person will go hungry. The one who is gracious to the poor lends to the Lord. The Lord will repay him for his good deed. There it is again. the, The idea of 
of humanity, the poor, they are the Lord's. And how you treat them reflects what you think of him. Discipline your child, for there is hope. Do not set your heart on causing his death. Don't spank him too hard. Don't set your heart on that. A person with a great anger bears the penalty. You will have to deliver him from it over and over. Anger's going to get you in trouble. People have lots of plans in their minds, but it is the Lord's counsel that will stand. A poor person is better than a liar. Fearing the Lord leads to life. The one who robs his father chases away his mother. If you stop listening to instructions, my child, you will stray from knowledge. Chapter 20. Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is a brawler. Strong drink is a brawler. Whoever provokes the king in his anger sins against himself. Don't do it. It's an honor for someone to cease from strife. The sluggard will not plow during planting season, so he must ask for grain in the harvest. Counsel in the person's heart is like deep water. An understanding person draws it out. Many people say they are loyal, but who can find a faithful person? Who can say my heart is clean? Who can say I am pure from sin? Do not love sleep or you could become impoverished. Bread gained by deceit tastes sweet to a person, but afterwards his mouth is full of gravel. The one who curses his father and mother, his lamp will be extinguished into darkness. An inheritance gained easily in the beginning will not be blessed in the end. Do not say I will pay back evil. Wait on the Lord that he can pay back evil. So many of these uh, show up throughout the New Testament over and over and over again. Um, throughout the, the whole scriptures, really. Uh, wait on the Lord so that he may vindicate you. The Lord abhors dishonest business. The steps of a person are ordained by the Lord. The human spirit is like a lamp unto the Lord, searching all his innermost parts. I love that one. The human spirit is like a lamp. It's like a, a way for him to see inside. The glory of young men is their strength. The splendor of old men is their gray hair. I like to think I've I've got a little bit of both still. Chapter 21. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. A person's ways seem right to him, but God will evaluate his thoughts. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. That's a big one. The plans of the diligent lead to plenty. Everyone who is hasty comes to poverty. It is better to live in a corner of a house top than to share a house with a quarrelsome wife. When scorners are punished, the naive become wise. The righteous one considers the house of the wicked. He overthrows the wicked to their ruin. The one who shuts his ears to the cry of the poor, he too will cry out and not be answered. Remember how you treat people, that's how you're going to be treated, friends. A gift in secret subdues anchor. The one who loves pleasure will be a poor person. 
who loves wine and oil will not be rich. It is better to live in the wilderness than to live with a quarrelsome, easily provoked woman. A wise man went up to a mighty city and brought down the stronghold they trusted. It's like a wise, uh, with wisdom, someone could take down even a whole strong city. It's really about wisdom, not just the strength. The wicked person's sacrifice is an abomination. Chapter 22. A good name is better than great wealth. The reward for humility and fearing the Lord is riches and honor and life. Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. The rich rule over the poor. The borrower is the servant of the lender. The one who sows inequity will reap trouble. A generous person will be blessed, for he has given some of his food to the poor. The sluggard has said there is a lion outside. I will be killed in the street. We were laughing about that one this week. Uh, that's one of Pastor Tyler's favorites. I was texting him back. I said, it's like... Uh, it's like a, a lion ate my homework kind of deal. There's a lion outside, so I can't go to work kind of thing. Um, the rod of discipline will drive out folly from a child. The one who oppresses the poor to increase his own gain ends up in poverty. Chapter 23. Food is deceptive. Do not wear yourself out to become rich. Do not crave the ruler's delicacies. When you look for riches, they fly away. Don't eat what a uh, stingy person sells. He is not with you and calculates the cost. Be careful what you buy. You're going to have to pay for it. Do not take the fields of the fatherless. Don't spend time with drunkards. Those who eat too much, they become impoverished. Drowsiness clothes them in rags. Do not despise your mother when she is old. Who has sorrow? Who has contention? Who has complaints? Those who go and linger with wine. Do not look on wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup. When it goes down smoothly, afterwards it bites like a snake. You will be one who is in the midst of a sea. When will I wake? You'll be seasick. I will look for another drink. When I wake up, I'll look for another drink. Ain't that the truth? Even after the sickness, it bites like a snake. Man, there's so much richness in there. Wisdom. Um... Chapter 24. Do not envy people. Do not desire to be with them. Their lips be calm. A house is built by wisdom. Through understanding it is established. By knowledge its rooms are filled with treasures. You slack off in the day of trouble. Your strength is small. Deliver those being taken away to death and slaughter. Hold them back. Help them. 
If you say you didn't know, God will evaluate your heart and know. He will repay each accordingly to his deeds. Wisdom is sweet like honey. If you find it, you have a future. Righteous, the righteous person will fall seven times and get up. The guilty will collapse in calamity. Keep going, friends. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls, lest the Lord turns his wrath towards you. Do not fret because of evil people. Their lights will be put out. The fear of the Lord and the king. Fear the Lord and the king. Do not associate with rebels. Who knows the ruins, judgment, the Lord and king can bring. Chapter 25, Proverbs of Solomon, collected by Hezekiah. Remember, Hezekiah, they found, they rediscovered all the scrolls. It is the glory of God that conceals a matter, and the glory of a king to search out a matter. Do not honor yourself before a king. It is better for a great man to promote you. Don't go hasty to litigation. Your neighbor could put you to shame. Slow down. Do not reveal secrets to your neighbor. If you find honey, only eat what is sufficient, or you might get sick and vomit. Don't go to your neighbor's house too much. They could get sick of you. That's that's the truth. An unfaithful person in a time of trouble is like a bad tooth. Hmm. Unfaithfulness. It's huge. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. Gossip brings forth anger. It is better to live on the corner of the roof than to live with a quarrelsome woman, quarrelsome wife. Sorry. A righteous person who gives in to the wicked people is like a muddy spring. It's dishonorable to seek your own glory. Chapter 26. Like snow in summer, honor is not fit for a fool. Like a bird flying, a curse without cause cannot come to rest. Like drinking violence is sending a message in the hand of a fool. Someone who hires a fool is like a random arrow wound. Like a dog returns to his vomit, a fool repeats his folly. That's one that shows up in the New Testament as well. The sluggard says there is a lion in the streets. There's that lion again. What's up with that? That must have been a common excuse in those days, the old lion in the street. This is one of my favorites. The sluggard has plunged his hand in the dish and is too lazy to bring his hand back to his mouth from the dish. <laughs> I love that. He's dipped his chip in the dip, and he's so lazy he can't bring it to his mouth. That's next-level laziness. The sluggard is wiser in his own opinion than seven people with good sense. Like one who grabs a wild dog by the ears, so is a person who became angry of a quarrel that is not his own. Like a person who shoots deadly arrows is the person who deceives his neighbor then says, I was only joking. That's so true. I was, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding you. It's just a joke. People do that all the time. And it's like deadly arrows. Ugh. Ugh. So I, I do it too. Sarcasm. It's like the way we speak. We speak with 
poisonous arrows coming out of our mouths. Where there is no food, no wood, a fire will go out. Where there is no gossip, contention ceases. Gossip goes down to a person's innermost being. The one who digs a pit will fall into it. The one who rolls a stone, it will come back on him. Chapter 27. Do not boast about tomorrow. You don't know what the day will bring. Let another person praise you, not your own mouth. That's a big one. Better is open rebuke than hidden love. The wounds of a friend can be trusted. Kisses of an enemy are excessive. The one whose appetite is satisfied loathes honey. A hungry mouth thinks every bitter thing is sweet. Do not forsake a friend or your father's friend. A shrewd person saw danger and he hid himself. The naive pass right by and will pay. If someone blesses his neighbor with a loud voice, it is counted as a curse to him. A contentious wife is like dripping on a rainy day. Iron sharpens iron, like a person who sharpens his friend. I love that one. That comes up quite a bit. I hear that a lot. Iron sharpens iron. Whoever takes care of his master will be honored. The eye of a person are never satisfied. A person should... Put his praise to the test like silver in a furnace. Chapter 28. The wicked flee when no one is pursuing them. When a country is rebellious, it has many princes. Mm. A poor person who oppresses the weak is like rain without food. Evil people do not understand justice. A friend of a glutton brings shame on his parents. The one who leads the upright astray will fall into his own pit. That's one we heard a lot in the Psalms over and over, too. Um, the idea of someone setting up a trap for someone else, and they end up falling into it themselves. Also, your own mouth, your own words, um, bringing, bringing evil on you. If you're speaking evil, it comes on you. Uh, it's kind of your own undoing a rich person is wise in his own opinion but the discerning poor can evaluate him clearly whoever hardens his heart will fall into evil a prince who is an oppressor lacks wisdom the one who murders another will be tormented to show partiality is terrible the one who robs his parents says there is no transgression he is a friend to one who destroys the one who trusts his own heart is a fool. The one who gives to the poor will not lack. Whoever shuts his eyes to them will receive many curses. Chapter 29. The one who stiffens his neck after rebuke, after many rebukes will be restored without remedy. That's interesting. There's kind of a, a line. You can pass a line where you're, You've been warned or or rebuked over and over and over again. And at some point, um, destruction comes. You pass the point of no return without remedy. A king brings stability to a land by justice. The righteous person cares for the legal rights of the poor. The wicked person does not understand such knowledge. Scornful people inflame a city. Those who are unwise turn away wrath. 
Bloodthirsty people hate someone with integrity. A fool lets his temper fly. The poor and oppressed are both given light in their eyes. That means life, like life from God. That's, a, that's kind of a theme today, I guess. At least sticking out to me. Meaning, again, their life comes from God. Their integrity, their worth comes from God. When the wicked increase transgressions, increase. Discipline your child and he will give you rest. There is more hope for a fool than a person with hasty words. An angry person stirs up dissension. The fear of people becomes a trap. But it is from the Lord that one receives justice. Chapter 30. This one, I'm going to read it, uh, look through this in the CEV. It reads a little differently. Um, it's called The Words of Augur, son of J.K., an oracle. That's an interesting one. Someone cries out to God, I am cl completely worn out. How can I last? I am too stupid to be considered a human. I don't understand God. Has anyone gone to heaven and come back? Has anyone grabbed hold of the wind? Anyone marked out the sea? Tell me their names. Everything God says is true and is a shield to those who come to him. Don't change what God has said. He is correct. He will correct you. There are two things I ask the Lord before I die. Make me honest and not too poor or too rich. Give me just what I need. If I have too much to eat, I might forget you. If I don't have enough, I might steal. Some people curse their parents. Others think they are perfect, but they are both stained with sin. Some are greedy and stuck up and gobble up the poor. Greed has twins, each name, each named, give me, give me, things that never satisfy, that are never satisfied. This is wild. The world of the dead, childless wife, thirsty earth, a flaming fire. Hmm. Don't make fun of your parents. Crows will peck out your eyes and buzzards will eat you. Whoa. He's, I don't know. Some of these seem so random. Just just random, um, <laughs> random observations and random life lessons with some, like, interesting twists. And um, I don't know. I, I mean, that's wild. Uh, death. The world of the dead is never satisfied. It can't. It can't get enough. Um, that's pretty heavy. It's like a like a flame, like a fire. It has to keep being fed. Fed by what? And then, man, crows will peck your eyes out. That's like a grim. What is that? Grim's fairy tale kind of deal. Thing. <laughs> here's some random ones. Things I can't understand. How eagles fly so high. Snakes crawl on rocks, ships sail the ocean, and people fall in love. I can't understand it. Unfaithful wife, she thinks she uh, cheating is natural as eating. Things that make the earth unbearable. A slave who becomes king, a fool who eats too much, a hateful woman who finds a husband, a slave who takes the place of a woman who owns her. Hmm. 
poor things that are wise but small, ants who seem feeble but store up food all summer, badgers, badgers who seem weak but live among rocks, locusts who have no king but march like an army, liars which can be caught in your hand but can also, oh, sorry, not liars, lizards, lizards, badgers and lizards and locusts. Lizards can be caught in your hand, but they can also sneak into places. I love that. Lizards. Sneaky lizards. Four four creatures that strut around. Lions who rule the jungle. Proud rooster. Mountain goats. And rulers who have no enemies. They strut around because they have no enemies. They haven't had to fight. If you are... If you are foolishly bragging about something evil, stop it now. If you turn milk, you get butter. If your nose gets hit, you get blood. If you stray, you get trouble. All right. Those were the words of Augur. Chapter 31. What King Lemuel's mother taught him. These are the saying of Samuel of Massa, taught by his mother. My son, your birth was an answer to prayer. Listen carefully. Don't waste your life chasing women. This has ruined many kings. Kings and leaders should not get drunk. It makes you forget responsibilities and mistreat the poor. Beer and wine is for those dying and those who have lost all hope. Let them drink and forget their misery. But you must defend the helpless and those without hope. Be fair and give justice to the poor and homeless. A good wife is the most precious treasure you can find. Her husband depends on her. She's good to him. She gets up before dawn to make food for her family. She knows how to buy land and plant a vineyard. She helps the needy. She does her own sewing. She makes her own clothes. Her words are sensible. She's not lazy. She takes care of her family. Her children praise her. With pride, they say there are many good women, but you are the best. Charm can be deceiving. Beauty fades away. But a woman who honors the Lord deserves to be praised. Show her respect. Praise her in public for what she has done. I love that. Show her respect and praise in public. That's right. Okay, that is the end of our OT reading. Let's take a jump over. We are in 2 Corinthians 1 through 8. So we're starting off in 2 Corinthians. From Paul and from Timothy to God's church in Corinth and all the people in Archaea. Praise God who always who is always merciful and comforts us. He comforts us when we are in trouble so we can share our comfort with others when they are in trouble. I love that. God comforts us, and then we can comfort others. There's there's something about that um, resonates. The importance of um, healing in your own life and then passing it on, um, uh, passing it forward. Uh, healing to others, especially in whatever uh, trouble or situation you happen to go through. And God has helped you and 
uh, brought deliverance and healing in that same area um, you can comfort someone else in the same area where you are in trouble and comforted you can help someone else that's awesome we suffer and hope you will be saved uh, you suffer as much as we did and we know you will be comforted I had a hard time in Asia it was horrible death seemed certain but it it made us stop trusting in ourselves and start trusting God. God saved us from death. He will do it again and again. Then many will give thanks for the blessing we received. Our conscience is clear. I have wanted to visit. Christ says yes to all God's promises. God makes it possible for you to stand firmly together in Christ. God is my witness. I strayed away from I stayed away from Corinth just to keep from being hard on you. We are not your bosses who tell you what to believe. We are working with you to make you glad because your faith is strong. Chapter 2. I have decided to make my next visit less painful. If I make you feel bad, then who will cheer me up? It's <laughs> interesting. I was suffering terribly at the time I wrote you. I didn't want to make you feel bad. Uh, when I wrote, but uh, to show that I cared. I wrote to test to see if you were obedient. Um, I am now headed to Tra Tros to proclaim the gospel. Even though the Lord has opened the door, my spirit has no relief because I can't find Titus. So I set off for Macedonia. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ. Christ is revealed through us like a fragrance to others. I love that part. Uh, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ. We are not hucksters and peddlers of the word. We are sincere, speaking of Christ. Chapter 3. Are we bragging about ourselves again? You are written in our hearts. We don't have the right to claim we have done anything on our own. God gives us what it takes to do what we do. He makes us worthy to be... He makes us worthy of his new agreement that comes through the Holy Spirit. Not the law. The law brings death, but the Spirit brings life. The law was given in a wonderful way, but it promised death. The law came with glory that made Moses shine. How much more glorious will the ministry of the Spirit be? There was glory in what brought con condemnation. How much more the ministry that produces righteousness. What had been glory has no glory. It is replaced by a greater glory. Since we have such hope, we behave with boldness. Not like Moses who put a veil over his face. The Israelites' minds were closed. To this day, the veil is on their minds when Moses is read. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. That's really interesting. There's a literal veil on people's mind when it comes to the glory of Christ. They can't see it. It has to be removed. The Lord is spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That's one of my favorite verses. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we reflect the Spirit of the Lord with unveiled faces. We are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. Which is from the Lord who is Spirit. That's really um, important too. 
we are being transformed. So there's some level of transformation that's already happened, and there's some tr level of transformation happening. We are in the process, one degree uh, at a time, being transformed into the image, uh, transforming our minds, transforming our souls. Chapter 4, Paul's Perseverance in Ministry. Therefore, since we have this ministry through God's mercy, we do not become discouraged. We don't do shameful things. We don't twist the message. We speak the truth. Um, this is another heavy one. The God who rules this world, just that alone, there's a God here on this planet who is ruling, um, who has blinded the minds of unbelievers. Um, to me, that is so clear. There is something up, something right here, and there's some other um, force involved in controlling things and people, and um, something's rotten in Denmark here. Uh, even with all the beauty and and um, and and love and awesome things we experience in this life, I don't think it's too hard to see um, something has gone wrong and there is um, some other influence uh, manipulating things on this planet. They cannot see light, which is the good news about our glorious Christ, who shows what God is like. That's awesome. Christ shows what God is like. We are not preaching about ourselves. Our message is that Jesus Christ is Lord. Not about ourselves. He sent us to be servants. God commanded light to shine in darkness. And now he is shining in our hearts. To let you know he is known in Jesus. We are like jars of clay his glory is stored, stored in. The power is from God, not from us. I love that uh, analogy. Jars of clay. Jars of clay. It's also a Christian band. We suffer, but we are not crushed. Even when we don't know what to do, we don't give up. God is with us in times of trouble. When knocked down, we get up. I love that. I love, I love it all. I love it. That faith talk. I like that faith talk, Paul. Keep talking that talk. We face death for Christ. And it is seen in our bodies. Death is working on us, but life for you. We have the same spirit of faith as the psalmist. I love this. Psalm 116.10. I believe, therefore I spoke. I believe, therefore. Get it in your mouth. Get that faith talk in your mouth, friends. You believe it, start speaking it. Let it out. Encourage yourself. You suffer, but you're not crushed. You don't know what to do, but you don't give up. God is with us in times of trouble. We get knocked down, but what do we do? We get up. We get up. Therefore, we speak, because we know the one who raised up Jesus will also raise us up. We do not despair. Even if our body is wearing away, our inner person is being renewed day by day. Renewed day by day. That's, that's 
fascinating inner person is being renewed. Um, for our, this is wild, our momentary light suffering produces an eternal weight of glory far beyond comparison. Because we are not looking at what can be seen, what is seen is temporary, what is not seen is eternal. Chapter 5, living by faith, not by sight. For we know if our earthly house that we live in is in, is being dismantled. Hmm. We have a house built by God, not with human hands, that is eternal in heaven. In this earthly house we groan, that's the truth, because we desire to put on a heavenly dwelling. What we live in now is a burden, but we don't groan because we want to die. It's because we want to change these bodies to bodies that never die. God has given us a spirit of certainty, so always be cheerful. We encourage everyone to respect God. We are careful not to judge people by what they seem. Though we once judged Christ this way, anyone who belongs to Christ is a new creature. God was in Christ, offering peace and forgiveness. God sent Christ to make peace between himself and us, and our work is to make peace between him and others. Our work is to share this peace, sent to speak for Christ, and God begs you to listen. God begs you to listen. Christ never sinned, but God treated him as a sinner so Christ could make us acceptable. Chapter 6. We are fellow workers. And we urge you to take advantage of God's grace. Isaiah 49 says, I heard you at the acceptable time, and in the day of salvation I helped you. Now is the time, friends. Now is the day of salvation. We give no one reason for offense, so no fault is found in our ministry. We work with endurance, persecution, difficulties, distress, beatings, imprisonment, riots, troubles, sleepless nights, and hunger. Be patient in the Holy Spirit love, which is real. We spoke the truth. In trouble, we did what was right. We told the truth, no matter what honor or dishonor. We seem like we are dying, but we live on. We are always happy, even in suffering. Though poor, we are made rich. We own nothing, but everything is ours. We are not holding back love from you, but you are holding back love from us. I speak to you like my own children. Stay away from people who are not followers of the Lord. Light and darkness are not the same. Is Christ a friend of Satan? Can people who follow the Lord have anything to do with people who don't? Do idols belong in God's temple? He quotes several different verses, uh, Leviticus and Jeremiah and Ezekiel. I will live with them and will walk among them, and I will be their God. They will be my people. Come out from their midst and be separate, and touch no unclean thing, and I will welcome you. I will be a father to you. You will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. Chapter 7. Since we have these promises, let us clean ourselves for everything that defies the body and spirit and holiness out of reverence to God. We have done no wrong. You are in our hearts in life and death. I have confidence in you. We had trouble in Macedonia, but God who encourages the downhearted encouraged us with Titus and by what you gave him. I'm glad my letters brought you to repentance. We were made sad so we would not be harmed. Sadness intended from God produces repentance. That leads to salvation. 
This sadness from God produces longing and concern and eagerness. We boast of you. Titus' affection for you is great. I rejoice in his confidence in you. Chapter 8, completing the collection for the saints. This, still, this keeps coming up in these letters because it was part of, uh, a big part of where uh, Paul's mission at that moment when he's writing this was getting this collection for uh, the believers in Jerusalem, the Jews in Jerusalem, uh, who were um, in need. The grace of God was given to the church of Macedonia. During severe suffering, their joy and poverty over, overflowed with wealth of generosity. I, that's incredible. I love that. Uh, they were suffering and in poverty and still overflowed with the wealth of generosity. Beautiful. They gave beyond their means voluntarily for the blessing of helping the saints. So we urge Titus to complete the act of kindness for you, giving you an opportunity. As you excel in everything, faith, speech, knowledge, and love, also excel in acts of kindness. This is not a command, but I am testing you by others' generosity. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus. He was rich. He became poor for your sake so that by his poverty you could become rich. Um, that is a big one. By his poverty you could become rich. the same as by his death you could have life by him taking on our sin we could become righteous he took on poverty so we could become rich finish what you have started with your desire to give complete it according to your means it is a matter of equality not trying to make you suffer your abundance will meet their needs he quotes Exodus. The one who gathered much did not have much, and the one who gathered little did not have too little. That's because they gave to each other. Titus has the same devotion for you that I have. He is coming to you. Also sending a brother who is praised for his work spreading the gospel. We are sending him as a precaution with the gift. We are concerned about what is right, not only before God, but before men. Titus is my partner and my brother and a messenger of the churches. Show them openly before the churches uh, the proof of your love. And that is the end of 2 Corinthians. Um, that's the end of our reading this week. Fantastic. Uh, man, so much good stuff. I can't even take it. I love, I love reading these big chunks. Um, because it keeps a narrative. I've talked about it before. It keeps a narr uh, overarching narrative thing kind of going. Um, but also like like Proverbs, it's n it's not always thematic. He's just dropping uh, truth bombs on you one line after another. Sometimes themes come up, as we saw today with the the dignity of the poor uh, because of who their creator is, the dignity of all humanity. And uh, I, I think that's fantastic. And uh, when those themes show up, but also at the same time, there's just a lot. There's so much in here to process. And um, man, that's, that's a mouthful of wisdom. And... Uh, 
I'll take it, man. I'll take it. It's so good. I love it. Thank you, everybody, for uh, being with us and uh, tuning in and going through the Bible with us this year. Bible in a year. What a journey. Awesome. Uh, so that was week 37. We will be back next week with week 38 on the Life Point Table Talk podcast. My name is Jason again. Have a great week, everybody. Peace.